Hey, everybody. It's an Unlocking the Cage exclusive interview with Juliana Pena, Ultimate Fighter coach and UFC bantamweight champion, about coaching alongside her rival, Amanda Nunes. I am now joined by UFC bantamweight champion Juliana Pena, now also coach of the Ultimate Fighter. You add that to your resume. First thing I want to know is, uh, how did this all come about in terms of, did they come to you and say, hey, we're looking for coaches? Did you go, I would love to do it immediately? Were there any reservations about the Ultimate Fighter itself? You know, I stayed in contact with the producers of the Ultimate Fighter over the years, and I know that every year they're always looking for who's going to be the coach, yeah. who's going to coach on the season, and I'm always like, me, 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 and uh, they never called on me. And so then um, I got the opportunity uh, before the fight in August to coach on the Ultimate Fighter, and I absolutely, yes, let's do it, and Amanda absolutely refused. So when she lost, they uh, presented the opportunity to her again the second time, and this time she uh, decided to, to join me. And so I, of course, jumped at the opportunity. I'm a fan of fighting first. And uh, I'm a fan, of course, of The Ultimate Fighter. I was on the first season that allowed women, and I won. So I, I jumped at the opportunity. What is it about having been on there as a contestant, however you want to put it, and then becoming a coach? Did it give you a perspective that you think coaches there don't have all the time? Um. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I've already been through that route. I've already walked down this path. I kind of have the knowledge of what the show is like and, and the precedents and everything like that. So I definitely think that that helped me uh, during my season. What about this whole, you know, obviously rematch with Amanda Nunes? Familiarity breeds contempt. And we've seen a million times being coached on The Ultimate Fighter just makes the fight that much bigger or they end up not liking each other that much more. What's the experience like, not just as a coach, but also coaching against Amanda Nunes leading into a fight? What was that like? You know, uh, it's it's very historical over the last 30 seasons of The Ultimate Fighter that the coaches don't like each other and that there's going to be some animosity and there's going to be some drama. So, of course, you can expect that. It's The Ultimate Fighter. Um, and with that being said, you know, the season was great. I got an opportunity to meet eight new people. I, I consider them like my children. I got eight little new new chickadees that I'm trying to guide and bring up in this uh, UFC world and kind of get help them get their feet wet a little bit and open up those doors so that they can break through that ceiling and, and be that next rising star that's going to come out into the UFC. So it was really fun. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my team and uh, we kind of had that little family bond and, uh, you know, I'm still in communication with all of them. So it was a really... Uh, rewarding experience for me I, I truly truly wanted to do it and it, it came from a good place it came from my heart and uh, I think you're going to see that when the show comes out uh, speaking of course to women's bantamweight champion Juliana Pena also coach of the ultimate fighter it was men's heavyweight and women's flyweight it doesn't get a whole lot more opposite than that what were the challenges of that dealing with two totally different genders and weight classes I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, uh, this heavyweight man is going to be taking direction from a 135-pound girl. It's kind of like, what are you talking about? You know, what really could I tell them besides, you know, go hit him in the head as hard as you can. It only takes one in the heavyweight division, so just go freaking club the guy. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that, that needed to be uh, tweaked. And I don't know if that 
they, well, they were very receptive. Of course, they're going to listen, but you know, heavyweights are heavyweights and you can't treat them the same as you would, let's say a flyweight female, they're, you're going to break them. You know what I mean? They're heavyweights. So you can't really run them the same that you would a uh, 125 pound flyweight. It couldn't have been more opposite, but I think they did that for it being the 30th season to try to make it, you know, uh, more entertaining and, and having that challenge of flyweight women and heavyweight men. Uh, so leading into this rematch, of course, with Amanda Nunez, how much did your life change with the upset win over Amanda Nunez, becoming champion, everything that goes around? You know, it's such a goal to become champion, and then you are champion, and it's almost, it takes a different kind of mentality to stay champion. All those things together, how has your life changed since becoming champ? You know, I have always had the mindset that it was just a matter of time before I became a champion. And so I've always known that I was going to be a champion. I knew I was going to walk away with the belt that night. With that being said, that's just the title. Like, yeah, you can call me champion, but until you defend that belt and until you are really, you know, putting it all on the line and, and going and getting that second win to defend that title, then in my opinion, that's what makes you truly, truly a real champ. And um, obviously I am the champion now, but for me, I have my goal set on defending that title and becoming uh, a champion again and defending it so with that being said you know it's um it's a very serious thing for me and becoming the champion has changed my life in a good way my phone's blowing up you guys want to talk to me and the biggest perk I would say is definitely flying first class you know they treat you like a real person there and uh, I ain't going back to that economy plus I'll tell you that I ain't going back I understand that completely. Um, when 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 you look at at the rematch possibilities, of course, Amanda Nunez publicly left American Top Team, started her own team, started doing her own thing after the loss to you. What does that tell you, if anything, about Amanda Nunez's frame of mind heading into this rematch? You know, I, I I can't tell you what the reasoning is. I can't tell you the 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 backstory behind all that. I don't really know the ins and outs of the situation for her. All I know is that I wish her the best, most healthiest camp, and I hope that she you know has everything that she needs. I hope that by her making these adjustments, it gives her that peace of mind, that clarity. I feel like she's a kind of a paranoid person, and and maybe making a gym in her backyard was you know something that was going to give her better peace of mind. And if that's what it takes in order for her to be the best version of herself when we rematch, then by all means, boo-boo, you build that gym, you close your doors, and you do what you got to do to make sure that you're going to be 110% ready. No excuses this time. How did it feel getting ready for your fight? E even if you weren't in, in, obviously, an actual camp or the tail end of the camp or anything like that, uh, having a fight on your mind and yet having to worry about coaching every week for the Ultimate Fighter, how was it? as a fighter still trying to get better and do your own thing and yet being a coach for for heavyweight men and flyweight women what was that like that process you know in the beginning i was thinking well i don't think any of these people are going to jump off the page and like make me really care that much it's all about me and amanda and my fight and what i have to do to beat amanda um but and i i jumped on the mats as much as i could i jumped on the mats you know anything that i asked or requested of the team is not anything that I, me, myself wouldn't be doing. And I never asked them to do anything that I haven't done already myself. Uh, with that being said, um, it was easy for me to put that coach's hat on because
because I'm a fan of the sport. I'm a big fan of the sport and, and I'm a fan first. I'm a champion, but I'm a fan first. And so being their corners and, you know, putting all my heart and my passion and, and giving my best and giving my all was, was um, the motivating factor for me to make sure that I win. Every time that I had a fighter inside that octagon, I felt like I was fighting Amanda again every single time. And so for me, it was just, you can see that passion pouring out in my cornering. You can see that passion pouring out in the way that I coach my fighters. It was easy for me to put that coach's hat on because I'm a fan of the sport and I just want to win. Uh, speaking to Juliana Pena, of course, you see bantamweight champion and coach of the ultimate fighter season 30. Uh, let me go back to that, that, that fan hat you're talking about as a fan of the sport. What is it? When I look at the Ultimate Fighter, obviously 30 seasons of it, we all know the format, we all know what happens, we all know kind of how it plays out and the way it works. What in this season would make somebody, myself included, I'm speaking from a, you know, a place of experience, so I'm like, yeah, I know what happens to the Ultimate Fighter, I've seen it a million times, all these things, that would make a fan want to tune into this season? Because a lot of fans express kind of a fatigue about the Ultimate Fighter, and we've seen it for how long. What would make a fan come back to the Ultimate Fighter for this season? Can you think of anything? Well, if you're a true fan, then you know that there needs to be a new crop of up and coming rising stars. You know that there needs to be the next generation to come up and into the ranks of the UFC. We need fresh blood. We need new talent. The Ultimate Fighter is a breeding ground for finding new talent to finding the next rising stars. And I think that that's why this show was so incredible because there's always going to be one or two, sometimes even three great uh, fighters that come out of the season that you're going to be seeing all the time in the UFC and in the regular uh, rankings and in the regular divisions. And so it was uh, so awesome to see their journeys. It was so awesome to get to know these guys. And then for the fans perspective, you guys are going to be seeing these faces, you know, so get on the bandwagon now because these are amazing fighters and uh, their journeys are incredible. And it's also very fun to see how they fight and what they can do. We've had some great examples. Kelvin Gastelum, uh, Brandon Moreno, last picked on the Ultimate Fighter, and they end up blossoming and winning the whole thing and then having careers of their own, becoming champions, all these kinds of things. What surprised you from the selection process to how people work out on the show? Were there big surprises to you? There was, there was some, there were some big surprises to me. And, um, you know, those are things that I can't really get into too much. I don't want to give away. <laughs> can't give it away, right? <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to tune in and see for yourself. What do you think the difference maker is? You having won the Ultimate Fighter and now becoming champion. Is there a theme or a thread with those who come through the Ultimate Fighter and have success in the UFC and those that don't? Is there something to you that separates the Ultimate Fighter winners from the ones that get into the UFC and the ones that really thrive in the UFC? Is there a difference to you? Um. I would say that the difference is, is that they get their feet wet a little bit with the whole UFC thing. You know, some UFC fighters, for example, that do not get to go on the ultimate fighter come, they see the venue, they see the lights, they see this gigantic place and they see all these faces and they've never been here before and they don't know what they're doing. And then when the lights come on, they, you know, lay an egg and I love the fact that the ultimate fighter kind of gives these fighters a little bit of a perspective of this is where you're going to be. This is how it goes. This is the way the show is run so that when they do get to the real UFC, when they do hit the octagon for the first time and get underneath those octagon lights, they're not shell shocked. They're not 
surprised or worried or nervous or have that anxiety because they've been there before. They're familiar with the setting. They're familiar with the faces that they see. And I do think that that is an advantage for these new young fighters to get their start on the Ultimate Fighter for that exact reason. Well, thank you so much for your time. Coach Juliana Pena, champ Juliana Pena, coach of uh, season 30 of The Ultimate Fighter. Don't forget, a uh, new episode available today, ESPN+. Plus. Every Tuesday, it's a 12-episode season. I know you can't give anything away. I'm sure you had a great time, and the fights were absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, Juliana Pena. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Unlocking the Cage with Jimmy Smith is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Michael Russo. The associate producer is Kelly Murphy. Sound design by Nuri Balin. Special thanks to SiriusXM's Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen. And SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Serious XM Podcasts.